unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Roush, your place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And today we're on episode number 11, which I am very proud of. In today's topic we're going to be discussing and sharing a little insight and some ways that you can overcome is the topic of discouragement. It's something I'm very familiar with and something that I'm really pretty good at identifying in my own life because if you're like me, you get discouraged, you get down, you get hopeless, you get frustrated, you get tired of doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. You get tired of putting your efforts and your things into it and you don't see the results. You feel like it's never gonna happen. You feel hopeless. When we get in discouragement mode, there's a couple of things that we can do. But first of all, I just wanna tell you a story about a time I got discouraged. And you guys may have remembered that on a particular episode before, but let me just take you back to a time when I was doing really, really well with speaking and coaching and I was doing awesome and I held my first live event. I had a one day seminar all about having your unstoppable kick-ass attitude, had about 25 people in the room, had it videoed, was great, was awesome, had workbooks, was really on fire, had banners, the pop-up banners, everything was just great. And I was on fire after that. And so what I wanted to do right then was schedule my next event. And so I figured out based on the success of the first one, I should be having no problem getting the second one booked. But unfortunately, through all my efforts, through social media, through all the people that I knew, all the people that I know that had problems, made it affordable, tried to give the best value, did everything I possibly I thought I could, and nobody signed up. I couldn't even give tickets away. So you wanna talk about discouraged? Do you wanna talk about feeling let down? Do you wanna talk about having a hit to my ego? That event was one of the biggest reasons why I stopped coaching and stopped speaking because I just lost faith. I lost belief in myself. I lost trust in myself. I lost actually trust in other people because those people were telling me how great I was and how impactful I was in the world, yet they weren't signing up for my class. There was all these disparaging beliefs and really, honestly, I went into a negative vicious cycle for a long time that perpetuated itself and created more momentum and got me darker and darker until I had to stop the vicious cycles. And I'm happy to say that, you know, I'm back today and I'm working through those discouragements and I'm working back through those frustrations and fears. And one of the things I really realized out of that are some of the tips that I'm going to share with you today. Really, we have to think about the number one most important aspect of all this is asking yourself in those situations where you're being discouraged, am I part of the problem or am I part of the solution? This is super, super important. When you're bitching and pissing and moaning, I have a belief about things. You get a one day pity party. One day you're discouraged, you're frustrated, you eat a pint of ice cream, you smoke cigarettes, you do drugs, you get prostitutes, whatever it might be. I'm kidding, of course. But whatever it is you have to do to get through that discouragement and have that one day pity party, have it. Do the best. Have a bang up pity party. But listen, the next day you wake up, obviously we start our day with gratitude. You guys know that from my previous shows. So obviously start with gratitude, but just simply ask yourself the next question. Am I being a part of the problem or am I being part of the solution? And again, if you're bitching and pissing and moaning and beating yourself up and all those different things, that is not being a part of the solution. That is being a part of the problem. And only you can change that. Nobody else. 
The second thing you can do is you can accept responsibility for the situation you're discouraged about. Because honestly, most things in life come down to distorted expectations and assumptions. It's about our beliefs about things. We have an expectation like, I'm gonna be able to sell my next event, no problem, I sold my first one. All these people are telling me these things. Those were all assumptions. But when I broke it down, I did a poor job of marketing it. I did a poor job of getting out and actually physically meeting people and shaking hands and inviting them into my programs. I did a shitty job of prepping it, maybe doing some webinars and getting people kind of familiar with me because they're not gonna buy from you unless they know, like, and trust you. So there was a lot of things I had to accept responsibility for, and that's a huge thing when we're thinking about the problem versus the solution, is we have to accept responsibility for the fact of our assumptions and our expectations. Maybe we assumed other people were gonna do this, we assumed this, we assumed that, but do we talk to them? Do we share our expectations? Were our expectations realistic, right? Or do we have somebody else telling us our realistic expectations? Realistically, and I just used the word 10 times, I shouldn't have really been doing events that soon. I didn't have a big enough audience. So I beat myself up for the fact that I just didn't have a large enough audience to really sell those types of events yet. But what I do, I, I took it as a real super big nick on my confidence and I just shut down. I'm like, well, maybe I'm not all that in a bag of chips. Maybe people are just lying to me to make me feel better. You know, all this negative self-talk was crap. And that's my next point is if the negative self-talk that you're giving yourself is stuff you wouldn't say to the one you love or your best friend or anything like that, you have to stop it. Negative self-talk is horrible. It destroys us. And one of the biggest suggestions I have for you, and I use this myself, is to put a rubber band on your wrist. And when you start thinking negative and down and start focusing on the wrong things and the wrong beliefs, you need to snap that motherfucker really hard and tell yourself no and immediately go into a solution-oriented mindset. Okay, did I do my best? I think we've talked about this before, but what is your best? I look at it this way. My best is if somebody put a gun to my head and said, I'm going to kill you or your son if you don't do your best. You know what I'm saying? We have had a gun to our head saying, you have to come up with $500,000 by the end of the week. Wouldn't you get resourceful? Wouldn't you get creative? Wouldn't you go out there and bust your ass? Would you sleep? No, you would do whatever it took to get that. And that's what I talk about when we're doing our best. Blood, sweat, and tears, ladies and gentlemen. There's not blood, sweat, and tears in there. Is it really your best? Oh, I did a little bit today. I mean, that's great. Trust me. I love the 1% rule. But when you think about, oh, I did the best I could. When I look back on that situation, I didn't do the best I could. I knew there was other things I was leaving on the table, but I was assuming and I was hoping that just that particular action and those activities would easily fill the room. So I didn't want to do the extra hard work. I thought it was going to happen. Well, my assumptions and my expectations were shot and it really hurt me a lot. So I'm here today to tell you that you have to have realistic expectations and you can't assume, especially if there's other people involved, you need to communicate the goals. You need to communicate the plan. You need to communicate how they can physically and mentally help you. Don't just assume that people are going to be on board helping you and promoting you and cheering you on. You have to let people know that. Otherwise, what are assumptions? It makes an ass out of you and me. You've heard me say this before. Everything happens for us and not to us. So in those situations where you're disappointed, you're discouraged, really sit down with a pen and paper, and I swear to God, you gotta use a pen and paper, don't do it in your head, and just say, what am I grateful for out of this opportunity? What did this opportunity teach me? How can I learn? What else do I need to learn? How can I grow? What is this meant to teach me? How is this for me? 
Because if we go into the victim mindset, you've heard me talk about victim or victor. If we go into the victim mindset, we're surely going to find all sorts of reasons and explanations to support why we're a victim, why we're not worthy, why we don't deserve, why we should give up and take the easy route and go back to our comfort zones, right? But if you want to truly be successful and you truly want to have awesome kick-ass things in your life, you're going to have to bust your ass for it. You're going to have to get out of your own way. You're going to have to push past the fears and the false beliefs and everything else and just continue to push for what it is that you want. When you have your legacy in your mind, you have that big picture in your mind, you have your why in mind, you look at every one of those quote unquote failures and mistakes and those things that have let you down as fuel, as fire. What do I need to do different next time? How do I need to think differently next time? What actions could I take? You know, you have to be part of the solution. You can't be part of the problem. And most people just sit there and go, oh, well, you know, I've tried stuff like this before and it didn't work. Oh, well, that just goes to show, you know, my teacher said I was going to be a failure and nobody ever believed in me and everything I tried never works and blah, 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 blah. Now, let me ask you, is that sound familiar? Do you beat yourself up? Do you look at those things as, oh, that's just a sign I shouldn't be doing it? Well, think about Michael Jordan. Think about all the successful people in this world who have achieved amazing success. What did they do? Whenever they failed, whenever they lost a horrible game, what did they do? They went back and they watched the replay. Oh, what do I need to do? I need to put my elbow up a little bit more. I need to try a little bit more. Maybe I need to make more phone calls to get more sales. Maybe I need to change my attitude. Maybe I need to get you know um, a mentor or something like that. But just don't crawl up in a ball and just sit there and think, oh, poor me, this is never going to work. Because if you have that belief, then guess what? Belief inspires reality. And that is super huge. So just in those moments of discouragement, just look at where you're grateful for, really. And just in your life in general, just focus on gratitude. That is the most important thing. And then also the question that we've been asking, is this getting me closer to or further from my stated goals, right? Is that type of thinking, is this type of thinking going to get me closer to achieving that goal? Yes or no? No. Okay. Snap the rubber band. Stop it. Write down some positive affirmations. And more importantly, my next suggestion is to have mechanisms in place for you to have joy, whether it's a favorite movie, favorite playlist of uplifting songs, a book, poems, quotes, Bible verses, whatever it might be. You got to get into that. Give yourself a break. Go have an enjoyable afternoon. Get back in the right mindset have fun, you know, lift your spirits and get congruent with what you want to do because that's super important. Which leads me by the next tip, journal. Oftentimes we keep all the shit in our head, right? We don't want to let anybody know we're down. We don't want to let anybody know we're weak. We don't want to let anybody know we're strong or giving up. So we put on this false front. Do you know how exhausting that is? It's better just to get that information out. Obviously having somebody you can trust and you can talk to and just say, hey, listen, this is what I'm going through. What do you think? But what I do is I journal. I sit there and I journal and I get everything out, all the honesty, all the crap, all the hurt, all the anger, all the frustration. But the very important thing at the end, and this goes with being a part of the problem or part of the solution, is when I bitch, piss, and moan and I get it all out, I just ask myself, what lessons am I learning and what can I do to prevent this from happening, right? So again, just going and getting it all out, but not just having a total bitch session, but just making it worthwhile. Like, okay, what are my action items out of this? How can I not repeat this again? It's super, super important. And another tip I have for you, and this has worked for me, I have a couple of mentors in my life. Unfortunately, they passed away. But when I get into situations where I'm down or I'm discouraged, I really think, what would so-and-so do? You guys have heard me talk about Bill White. He was really instrumental in me not winding up dead or in jail. And I just think, what would Bill tell me? What would Bill tell me right now? Bill would tell me this and that. He would tell me the tough love. He would tell me not to give up. He would tell me he believes in me. He would tell me to shut up with the negative self-talk. 
So when you think about those mentors and those heroes, people you idolize and you look up to, I have a friend of mine, she loves Jennifer Lopez. She thinks she's the end all be all and she aspires to be like her. And whenever she's down, I'm like, what would Jennifer Lopez do? Would Jennifer Lopez sit in a corner and be like, nah, this sucks. No, Jennifer Lopez would be like, fuck that shit, bitch. I'm going to be doing my thing. Uh, uh, uh. So be Jennifer Lopez, be Tony Robbins, be Christopher Roush. Act as if you have to get back up and keep going because that's what these successful people did. They just didn't get the success overnight. They just didn't walk into it. They kept persevering because that's the difference between successful people and miserable people is that they keep going when they're discouraged. They keep going when they're down. They keep going when they're sad. They look at those as opportunities. What do I need to learn from this quote unquote mistake or this failure? So just stop having that pity party. For me, it's the big picture. Obviously, we talked about legacy and uh, eulogy, I think in episode number three, podcast episode number three, which is huge. It's the foundation of what I'm talking about in most of these. So if you have a big enough why, you have a big enough how, right? My whys are super huge. So when I get down, it's like, okay, what am I going to do to fix this? How am I going to overcome this? What am I going to learn from this? I mean, I get discouraged when I watch these episodes or I listen to them again because I think, oh man, there I went and screwed up my words, or maybe I'm not that good of a communicator, but I know this is a journey. And instead of focusing on the results, I'm focusing on the process of growing because I know in a year, two years, maybe five years, maybe it takes me 10 years, but in 10 years, I'm still going to be 10 years older. And why not be happy and successful? Why not look back on the last 10 years and go, fuck, man, I busted my ass. I went through pretty dark times. I went through some pretty tough shit, but look what I achieved. Look at the rewards. Look at the risks I took. Look at how I kept going. There's only two ways of doing it. You can either be miserable and complacent and a victim, or you could be awesome and kick ass and unstoppable and be a victor. But the choice is yours. So when you get in those moments, you know, allow yourself the moment to grieve and to be pissed off and be hurt and resentful and all those different things. But for God's sakes, don't fucking stay there because that's what happens as you start. Then it bleeds out into other areas of your life. Well, maybe this isn't good. Maybe I'll never be able to do that. I have another story for you. I help somebody with weight loss. I help people with weight loss quite a bit. And this particular client was very discouraged because she wasn't losing very much weight. She thought she could easily lose two or three pounds a week, but she was losing a half a pound a week. And she's like, oh God, every time I do this, this is all I do. And it's really frustrating for all the work I do. I worked out seven days a week. I ate everything perfect. I did this and I did this, but I only lost a half a pound. And so I simply asked her, I said, is a half a pound lost better than a half a pound gain? Yes or no? She goes, well, yeah, it's better. I go, okay. The second question, is this moving you closer to or further from your stated goals of losing weight and being healthy? Well, it's moving me closer. I'm like, all right. So you had the wrong expectation. You had an assumption about what you're going to be doing, but the reality of the situation is your body's not like that. So change your expectations, change your routines, change your long game, and then it's going to take you longer, but you're going to get there. Just don't give up because then you're going to gain five pounds and you're going to be pissed about that. And then you're not going to want to do anything. And you're going to go back to the short-term gratifications versus the long-term results. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about your choices. It's about your focus. It's about your beliefs. It's about who you have in your life that's holding you accountable. It's about the processes and the actions you take after you have these moments of discouragement and hopelessness and despair and frustration and anger and resentment and blame and all those different things that we all experience. I'm right there with you. But you have to keep moving forward. You have to learn, what is this teaching me? What do I need to do next time? What books do I need to read? What videos do I need to watch, right? Maybe I need a mentor. Maybe I need an accountability partner. Maybe I need a coach if you're in the position to do that. That's why I have coaches. I have two coaches right now because I'm being held accountable. I'm being pushed and I'm doing my best. I'm doing way more best than I was last year because I know that's what I need. We all need that. And you have to focus on that because ultimately what's going to happen? Are you going to end up later in life hoping, wishing, and praying that you would have done better? 
Are you going to end up in regret and think, fuck, the days went by anyway. If I'd have just taken Christopher's 1% rule and just applied that, and if I just looked at every mistake and failure and letdown and setback as an opportunity for a setup, might my life be different? But ultimately, it's your choice. It's nobody else's. So when you go look in the mirror, look at yourself and say, hey, I'm supposed to grow from this, right? Hey, what are we going to do different next time? Communication. Making sure you're communicating to people. Making sure you're communicating to yourself. But look at the journey and not the entire results of the process because it's all there happening for you and not to you. But if you choose to focus on discouragement and despair and failure and frustration, you're going to get more of that. And all of that stems from our childhood. So you got to give yourself a break. Think about all the things you tried. When you're first starting out, we have no fear. When I look at Jackson, he has no fear. He has no judgment. He has no idea of failure. So we get that put in our head by our teachers and our parents and society and supposedly our friends that want us to succeed, but really are holding us back. But also it's our own self-sabotage. It's our own fear of success. It's our own fear of, oh shit, what if I make it? Then I'll have nothing to bitch about here or that, or I'm gonna have to change this. Quit sabotaging yourself and just focus on the belief, focus on your actions, ask questions, get help, but automatically just accept responsibility, take that situation and use it to your benefit, right? That's what I do. I deal with discouragement and frustration and anger all the time, but I'm choosing to reframe that. I'm choosing to use that to share with you guys so we go on this journey together so that we all don't end up frustrated and, and bitter and just like the rest of society, bitching and pissing and moaning on Facebook and all the other shit out there. Don't be like everybody else. And if you have friends that are miserable and cranky, you need to get new friends because we are like the five people we're around the most. So I hope you're around me. I hope you're sharing these podcasts. I hope you're getting in the group, the Ron Unscripted group. If you're not, Christopher at ChristopherRausch.com, R-A-U-S-C-H. I'll get you in the group. We can interact. These episodes drop live every Tuesday night, courtesy of the Speaking to the Heart Podcast Network and Shane Schultz and Stacy and all the guys that are doing a great job. We're all here for you. We're all here to see you succeed. We're all here to share our vulnerabilities and our fears and everything else so that we grow and we learn together. I didn't start this when I was on top and had this all figured out. I'm going through this with you. So I'm living congruently and showing you what it takes. I am living fucking proof and example. And if I can do it, you can do it. You just have to decide that you're going to do it. You have to decide you deserve it. And you're going to have to decide that you're going to stop at nothing to achieve it, right? Your best blood, sweat, and tears. So hit me up, ask me questions. I get questions asked privately and in the group. I'm here to help you. You have no excuses. You have the internet. If you don't know how to get more confidence, type it, how to get more confidence. There's YouTube, there's videos, there's podcasts, there's books, there's everything. Every resource is right there for you. So if you're living in misery, then you're part of the problem. And that my friend, I don't have very much sympathy for because that's her choice. So choose to be there or choose to get kick ass and choose to get unstoppable. Thank you guys so much for watching these shows and sharing these shows and participating in the group. I love you guys. This is only episode number 11. I'm still getting my bearings underneath me, but trust me, I'm going to continue bringing this every fucking week because it's my mission. It's my passion. It's my legacy. It's what I have to do. It's what I want to do. It's what I enjoy doing. So when you latch onto that, amazing things happen. All right. I love you guys again. Peace out, Christopher at ChristopherRausch.com. And be sure to sign up, ChristopherRausch.com, R-A-U-S-C-H. Get in the database because I don't trust Facebook. I don't trust Instagram. They could go away and I don't want to lose you. For those people that are really, really important and you guys really want to stick with me, just go there, sign up. I promise I don't spam. And I love you guys. I'm here to help. So until next time, peace out. 